Would you like to work only 24 hours a week and still fund 100 plus million a year? Well, today's guest is actually doing that. Wally Illiberry is a mortgage broker out of Houston, Texas, and funds an average of 200 million a year while working 24 hours a week. I know it sounds absolutely crazy, uh, but it wasn't always this way for Wally. Wally, back in 2012, was funding just around 40 million, working 60 to 70 hours a week and thought, man, there's got to be a better way to run my business. Obviously, he spent a bunch of time figuring this out. So in this episode, I'm going to talk about how he manages to take 20 weeks of holidays. Yes, that you heard that right, 20 flipping weeks. I can't even imagine, honestly, uh, how he refers to his business as a six-lane highway, and, and he refers out $2 million plus a year of commission to partners, uh, how he created a, a loan officer concierge service that turns his database into a data bank, and how he markets to 28,000 people a month, even though he only has 4,000 clients. This is such an awesome conversation. And you're going to totally love it. We, we go we do go deep into this. Uh, on the end of this episode, I'm also going to give you an opportunity. If you want to learn from Wally and basically take his playbook and plunk it into your business, uh, at the end of this episode, I'm going to give you a special offer that you can go check out. So before I jump into that, though, I want to give a shout out to our title sponsor, Finmo. Finmo is a Canadian mortgage application, document collection, submission platform designed specifically for Canadian borrowers. It's very easy for borrowers to use. It's got cool features like Lender Spotlight, which has got all the rates and guidelines that you can search 8,000 of them and find the perfect rate and, and understand the guidelines. It's smart, smart docs. It will document your client needs based on that way they build app. And the overall, the brokers that I have known that have played with other platforms or used them that have tested Finmo are like, oh my gosh, where has this been all my life? Check them out at lendas.com slash Finmo and check out this conversation with Wally. Hey, Wally, welcome back to the show. Hey, Matt. Thanks so much for having me. I had so much fun last time. I had to beg my way to get back on your show now. Yeah, dude, I, I had such a great conversation with you. So maybe before we jump into some of the questions that I have since we chatted last, maybe give a little background on who you are and uh, where you are. Yeah, you bet. So I started mortgage in 1999. Um, and then obviously it's 2024. So I've been at this mortgage jam for 25 years now. Um, you know, it, it's, you look at like back my last 10 years or so, my career is, I wrote a book about that recently called 24 seven mindset. And it helps you understand how I went from 2013 doing $36 million of loans in a year to, to, to up to $200 million of loans a year and the team has sustained that since. So how do you go from 36 million to, to 200 million? But I got lost in the process, man. You know, the ego took over, the success took over, um, started neglecting my family, started neglecting being an absent husband, an absent father. And I really started 2019, 2020, really understanding how to run a business that working smart instead of working hard. And it wasn't until a coach taught me, I had to stop doing my best I can do and start doing it the best way it can be done. You have to stop doing the best you can do and start doing it the best way it can be done. So that where most loan officers right now go after realtors to try to get a loan, they beg for a loan, they get a get a commission, go back and beg their realtor. You know, what 24-7 mindset's about is my last 10 years, I still get that loan, that referral from that realtor. But what's super cool about that is then I refer it to a CPA, I refer it to a financial advisor, I refer it to a family well attorney, refer it to an insurance agent. And then I receive referrals back. So you know, it's super cool, which we can dig into. I want to make sure your viewers hear that is I refer out. I refer out to my CPAs, financial advisors, family well attorneys, insurance agent, or realtors over $2 million in commissions in a year. And I wrote the book about 24-7 mindset that breaks that down. 
And how do I refer out $2 million in commissions in a year? How do I close $200 million in a year? But how do I stay being a present father? How do I stay being a, a present husband? How do I take 20 weeks of vacation a year? And, um, but yeah, I don't know dig Wally, how sign me up because <laughs> most, you know, most mortgage people are not doing that, man. That's crazy. Okay. So I, you've, I have many questions since you, you talked about this, you, you talked about a lot of different things here. So you, uh, you started out as a 36 million producer, built your business up to 200 million, but you figured out in this 24 seven mindset, maybe if anybody's listening to this, cause when you, I hear that, I think I work all day, every day, and that's what a lot of people do, but. Tell me about what you mean by that. Yeah. So I, I golf three, four times a week. So if you golf three, four times a week and then, you know, how many hours left in the week to work? It's only 24. Well, I take 10 weeks of vacation a year with my family. I take five weeks of vacation a year with my wife and I take five weeks a year of vacation as a golf trip. So if anybody knows any awesome golf courses out there, they want to invite me to, uh, we can definitely make that happen. But if you're out of the office 20 weeks a year on vacation, how many months are left there to work? Only seven months a year. So how do you make, how do you build a mortgage business that you make millions of dollars a year in income on? They only have to work in it 24 hours a week, seven months a year, 24 hours a week, seven months a year. It's, uh, it's allowed, it's it given me a really blessed life. And when I say blessed, I'm not just talking about financially, but more importantly, I've got an 18 year old and a 16 year old at home. I actually get to have dinners with them, spend evenings, spend weekends with them. Instead of banging on doors, open houses, they're door knocking apartment complexes for deals. So it, it's a great way to build a quality business, but also have a quality life. So I have to ask the, um, how do you turn it off? So like, I love this idea. I think this is a, like, and, and it obviously it's not impairing your ability to grow. Like I, in my, there's the, I have this false dichotomy, I think, where it's like, in order to grow, you have to put in like, you have to put in 24 seven, but like, the, you know, put in 60, 80 hours a week. You're saying, no, no, I'm putting in 24 hours a week. I'm taking 20 weeks of holidays and my business is still growing. And even at heck, if you're doing the same volume last year as you're doing this year in this market, you're growing because everybody's like the, the market's way down. So if you're close to that, but how do you turn it off? I guess like, like, and maybe I just, I don't, that's my like, because I like work and I like what I do. So then like, how do I, like, how, how is that easy for you? Like, I'm, I'm, that's where I'm struggling. Well, it's, it's never easy for me, but you know, if you're, I don't know if you golf at all, but I don't know too many golfers that can actually golf and play, have good scores and still focus on work. So when I'm, I'm golfing three, four times a week, I'm not focused on work. When I'm with my wife and my two sons, I'm not focused on work. But you know, there's three, there's three components that I've learned to master. And it's also in my book. It's the three levels of leadership. I'm sorry, three levels of leverage, three levels of leverage. It's the human leverage. It's the systems leverage. It's the technology leverage. You've got to build a system. That means processes, models, standards. You've got to recruit the humans to be able to run those processes, models, and standards. You've got to build the technologies for those systems operate off. So when you recruit the right team, and you build them up and you grew in them. I built a team. I didn't buy a team. And what I mean by that is most people need a role and they go recruit and hire for that role. I took six humans that had zero mortgage experience at all, taught them the business, taught them what to say, when to say, how to say it in the most efficient way possible. I've got six humans in me that, that were doing $200 million a year in loans. 
So the ability to build a team on the right systems, models, and technologies makes it so much easier because now, believe it or not, they can do loans better than I can. They can do loans faster than I can. So when you, when I've replaced myself in that role, the business still keeps growing, the business still keeps thriving, but that I am not in the day-to-day, which allows me to be the fun guy. I enjoy working on the business. I enjoy working. There's two types of air game and ground game. Air game is being above your business, looking down and working on it. Ground game is being in the trenches, working in your business. 95% of my work time is air game, working on the business of improving the systems, improving the teammates and improving the systems. Right. Okay. So the, I, I mean, I could, I could dive into this process, human technology leverage, but so you, um, how does your staff not feel like, and maybe this again, I, it's always about mindset. If I, if you're, you have a limiting belief, like I have a limiting belief, obviously that I need to work X number of hours to get Y number of output. And, and you are smashing that belief. Like you're, you're in a good way. And now hopefully people listening are like, if you're a mortgage broker, loan officer, you're like, wait a second, like what sorcery is this? What are you talking about? This doesn't sound like even should be possible. Now you have a business where you work 24 hours a week. How does your staff feel about it? So like, if you have people working for you and, and so like, I guess in my head, I'm like, if I'm working 24 hours a week, my staff's gonna be like, Hey Scott, how come I'm working? I'm assuming they're working more than 24 hours a week. Yep. Uh, and so like, how does, how is that? How do you balance that? and then, and them not feel like, you know, yeah. frustrated? So great, great question. And remember, I remember the key component that I told you earlier, I built a team. I did not buy a team. When someone comes from the outside in and they weren't there with you building the team from scratch and in the trenches with you when you were working 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and when they were in the, now they, they, they see all the hard work and effort that, that I put in. So there's not a jealousy there, but what's also pretty neat about it is I'm not a greedy person. So I've got some top salespeople on my team that are making a half a million dollars a year. Well, these earners are making a half a million dollars a year and they're my loan officers. They're in their late twenties because they started with me early, right after college, 23, 24 years old. So at the end of the day, they are having their best life ever, most amount of production, most amount of income. So it's not necessarily so they you, care you're about compensating them well. So you, tr- I'm sure you treat yeah. them well. You think about, but you're also compensating them well so that it's like, Hey, this is a, it's a good, it's a. Win, it's a win-win, win for them, win for you, because. Uh, it's a win-win for them and me, but also it's also how the structure, most mortgage companies are backwards. And what I mean by that is most mortgage companies say, hey, you, if you don't close a loan, you don't get paid. If you close a loan, you get paid this commission. I built a Team Wally annuity. So the annuity is if you're on the team for more than three years, you get five basis points off what the whole team does. If you're on the team more than five years, you get 10 basis points on what the team does. So simple math, if the team is doing $200 million a year at 10 basis points, if you help me build a team from scratch, now you're making a residual income, $200,000 residually from the team. That means everybody's production. So everybody's locked in arms together, helping each other reach the goal. You know, Charlie Munger always talks about the importance of incentives and, or he, you know, he did before he passed away. If you probably, you probably, you know who that is. And I'm sure you've, if you've yeah, seen some yeah, of yeah, stuff, yeah. but he, and, and getting the incentives right. 
And if you get the incentives right, you can create a fantastic business. And it sounds like you, one of the things that you figured out is this incentive structure in order to create long-term, because like anything, you can have the great people, but, and great processes, great technology, but you got people to run it. And if you're constantly churning through people, then your business is going to be very unstable. And I've seen the brokers do that. I've seen mortgage people that they do everything right, but they get that people piece wrong. And that's where they just, everything unravels. Think of it this way. So I pay my loan officers on market basis points. So here in Dallas, Fort Worth, there are 125 basis points for self-source loans. like where market basis points are. So for someone to come recruit them away, they would lose that 10 basis points off the team's production. So they'd lose that $200,000 of residual income from the annuity. So what would you have to pay a loan officer to recruit them away from me? 175? 200 basis points so their income doesn't go down. Good right. luck recruiting somebody away from me and being able to afford to pay them that. So the, the annuity is built not only to reward them, but the, there's a great book that I read called The Golden Handcuffs. And it's the ability to be able to build the incentives where the teammates want to stay with you long term. Right. It's called The Golden Handcuffs. Okay. I'm going yeah, to look great book. Up. Uh, okay. So we, I'm, I kind of got off track there, but like, that's just how I, my brain works. I get excited about this. Okay. So you basically tell me about the book. What was the, the idea for the book and what was been the biggest kind of feedback that you've got from people? We'll talk to the people how they can go get the book after this, but like, what's the biggest like sort of aha that people have got that you've found in interact people have read it? Yeah. Well, all, all your listeners, I want to offer them a free copy of the ebook. Um, or they can go buy it on Amazon, but they can get a free copy through you, which I'll give you the link for them to download that. But, um, yeah, so I started writing the book, um, October of 2022 and, you know, the ability of being able to articulate all 16 chapters and the systems and the models, what's super cool about the book, it's a progressional book. And what I mean by that is it walks you through the last 10 years of my career, but what did I build and how did I build it and who did I build it with to be able to accomplish it step by step by step? So I break down how I got a relation, how did I go from going after real, realtors that were solo agents to only working with mega agents? Mega agents are agents that are due 50 million to $100 million a year in production. And that's all I work with. I don't work with solo agents. How did I, how did I turn my database into a data bank? Well, what does that mean? A database is a lump of names, numbers, email addresses, but a data bank is something you can take withdrawals out of. How do I build the client concierge process that has the seven-day call, the 30-day call, the six-month call, the annual mortgage view, and the mortgage efficiency checkup? How did I learn in 2019 that I had 120 referrals to refer out on a monthly basis to CPAs, financial advisors, family well attorneys, insurance agents? But I didn't know any of those wealth advisors. So I had to go and get in a relationship. Well, how do you get in a relationship with a CPA? How do you get in a relationship with a financial advisor? How do you refer them business? How do you, how are you, how do you track and receive referrals back for them? And then now, then from there, when you learn that mortgage business, you make millions of dollars in income. How did I grow that wealth to be able to buy real estate? And that I own over 487 rental doors, 487 rental doors that I've learned to cost segregate and depreciate, which allows me to pay zero in taxes, zero in taxes against my multi-million dollar mortgage income. Then I, I've got a dedicated chapter of all my mistakes. Every mistake I made, how did I lose 
a half a million dollars in this investment? How did I, how did I have this bad hire? How did this blow up my face? Because the goal I want everybody to understand is I fail more than I succeed. And I'm just an average person. The only difference is I did not quit. So, um, yeah, so that's, that's 24 seven mindset, the book, which we can kind of break into the academy and the questionnaire and everything else from there if you want. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to, I'll, I'll come to that. So, um, what I like about what you're talking about is you took what most people do is they go find realtors, you know, chase realtors, and you figured out that I can actually become like the center of a, you know, a center of influence and hand out a lot of other referrals and get them back in return. A lot of people talk about this, but why do, why does they, why does it not work? Like, what did you, what's clicked for you? Cause I've, I've heard other people say this and some people have tried this, but I don't think to the level that you've been able to execute on it. So why do you think that is? Yeah. I mean, I think the biggest difference is people go to a financial advisor, they might refer them a client and then, then it stops there. Like, well, he didn't refer me back or she didn't refer me back. Well, you've got to understand what their process is and you got to implement yourself in their process. So I teach you how to understand what a financial advisor's process is and where the best place to be implemented in their process. Now, for example, a financial advisor, you know, they do an annual financial review, but most loan officers don't understand that 30 days before they do the annual financial review, the financial advisor requests a copy of the client's updated paycheck stubs, W-2s, bank statements, other investment accounts. That would be a so they great act- part in the process for you to also be involved, I would assume, right? So Exactly, can, right? Yeah. So one thing I have my financial advisors do, they request all these documents anyway, so they can do an annual financial review. Well, I, I taught them to add in there a, um, a uh, oh, to add in the requesting the mortgage statement from their current mortgage. Mm-hmm. So that I take that mortgage statement, I create them a total cost analysis, I put them into my home bot, and then I add them to my sales boomerang. So now they're in my ecosystem and I start targeting them on Facebook. So the video, bomb bomb video emails start going out. So they get in the ecosystem, but that becomes really successful when you adopt a financial advisor's database. So on a monthly basis, the financial advisor's database receives a video from me and the financial advisor locked in arms going through and adding value to them. On a monthly basis, they get the home bot with me and the financial advisor. On a weekly right. basis, they see one of my targeted videos on social. The key, and also on a yearly basis, we do client appreciation events with our financial advisors. You do the same thing for CPAs, financial advisors, family will attorneys. And that's how you end up with a business that you know closes $200 million in a year because we have 28,000 households in our database. And so what, how would you break down the split of your business? So if you look at that 200 million, you got these, you call it the six lane highway, which I think is a great metaphor. That's probably, that's probably like a school zone in Dallas, Fort Worth, right? Like you probably saw you're driving your kid to school, six lanes in each direction. Like, yeah, this is, I've been down there, man. It's pretty, it's pretty awesome. But, uh, so my, yeah, my question was, what did, what percentage would you split that across those different highways? Yeah. So it's about 40% realtors. Yeah. 30. 35% 35% database. Yeah. And they're, yeah. And they're, they're remaining amounts use like 25% or so that is, uh, wealth partners. Okay. Um, so what's super cool about it is that you, we get, we get so many more referrals, you know, we've got a goal of getting 50% of our business from our database. And mm-hmm. I think we'll hit that probably like 2025, 2026, where we're knocking on the door of it, but not necessarily do we try to have like realtors be, irrelevant. I mean, they're an important part of the process, 
But if I can go get a relationship with a wealth advisor and then get business from that financial advisor, then I become the quarterback of the whole entire process with the realtor. There is no more, you know, how do I take so many weeks of vacation? Well, I control my time and I am the quarterback is the MVP on the field. For you to be the MVP on the field, you've got to be able to learn how to generate referrals for your realtors, not just receive referrals from your realtors. Right. Yeah, you're you're the uh yeah, if you're generating the the business then. So what percentage of your business would you say like how much business you said you did 2 million in commission that you like other refer out earned. Yeah, so out. referrals out to my realtors, uh my realtors, my CPAs, my financial advisors, my family will attorneys and my insurance agents. Uh I hit 2 million in, in referrals out starting in 2021 and I've kept that up since. Right. And so how do you track that? Like just out of curiosity, what's your database you must be using for that? Or uh Jungo Salesforce. And we have a monthly accountability meeting with each wealth advisor. And we every October we sit down with them and say, Hey, what do you want to accomplish income wise and goal wise for 2024? Okay, it's X. And the last time we talked, your average commission that you get for your service is Y. Okay, great. So I don't like being second place. I only like being first place. For me to be your number one biggest referral partner, how many referrals do I need to refer you on a monthly basis to make you X in commissions that helps you reach your goal? They tell us from there and we track that on a weekly basis and they get a report through our Jingo Salesforce system. I see. So you're, you're, yeah, it makes a lot of sense. So if I was a wealth advisor and you came to me with that, it's a pretty, yeah, okay. And if you guys can deliver on it, then, and you got, I got like, it's a, yeah, that's a, that's a lock. That's fantastic. So, well, that's, if you do it that way, they welcome you to do it with their whole database because they want more referrals from you. Right. Yes. And that's how you go from a 4,000 person database in 10 years to 28,000 person database. Right. And so the, yeah, the 20, what are 24,000 of them are other people's lists that you get to market. Correct. And then pull business and you will eventually turn that into 50%. You said, or more of the, of your business will come from that because of the, the, you said, it's one thing you touched on. You said something about you'll market to them. What, what's sales boomerang? What's that? So sales boomerang is a technology that gets you triggers. If they list their house, gets you yep. triggers that if they have their credit pulled by a, uh, by another lender. It gives you triggers if they uh, they have a life event, like someone passes away. It gives you triggers that if, like, say they they uh, they take on more than twenty five thousand dollars of credit card debt. So those triggers, I go back to the wealth advisor and say, "Hey, see, Mister Financial Advisor, we've got John Smith in your database. It looks like we just got triggered that they've taken on more than twenty five thousand dollars of credit card debt over the last six months." What happens next is now their family bills are going up. As their family bills go up, they have less to, less to invest with you. Can you reach out to them, connect them to me, introduce me to them, and allow me to look at if a debt consolidation loan, a cash out loan is the best option for them so I can keep their monthly expenses in the budget so then you're, they're able to invest with you as much in volume as possible. Right. So that's one example of how sales boomerang could We'll find you business. Yeah. And the same thing with, hey, you know, financial advisor. So you've got John Smith that's in your database that's listed their house. Can you reach out and introduce me to him? Because I want to make sure that since I'm a, I'm a broker, I'm actually, I can get them wholesale interest rates instead of retail interest rates. And the more affordable I make their mortgage, 
then from there, the less the less their monthly payment is, the less monthly payment, the more they have to invest with you. Right. And so back before you figured this out, how to put the people in place and leverage technology, leverage people, leverage process, how many hours were you working? Oh, dude. I mean, if you look, rewind back like 2014, 2015, I mean, 80, 90 hours a week. And so what has being able to do this, what is, how has that affected your family? Oh man, it's, uh, you're going to get me tear up. You know, this biggest thing is, you know, at a, at a 2013, I had a, uh, not a rude awakening, but it's a welcomed awakening where I just got off the sales master stage, got this big award. I think I was doing like 45 million back then. And I get off the stage and, um, I get to the house and we're going to Disneyland as a family vacation. I'm walking out to the front foyer and Alex, my 16 year old now, he, he was five at the time. We call him Alexander the Great and his brother is Braden the Brave. And then Alex That's is standing great. in the front That's foyer. That's fantastic, by the way. We're talking about giving Thank him you. an identity, you know. Sorry, keep going. No, oh, uh, I'll, well, I'll finish that. And there's a really important point about their identity that I want to go back to. But so Alex is standing by the front foyer. I'm getting off my phone as I'm walking out there and I've got my suitcase in my hand. And he, and he goes, dad, you're coming with us. Like, how pathetic is that? The five-year-old was surprised that his father was coming on a family vacation at Disneyland together. Right. I missed more dinners than I ever made. I missed more sporting activities than I ever made. Right. But everybody in the mortgage world was applying me and telling me how great I getting, was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So like that's, that's fantastic. That's amazing. So basically you're getting put on stage and say, Hey, look at this guy. And yet the reality was, is that you are working 80, 90 hours a week, which is. Yeah. I, you know. I was, I, I was killing myself to be a fraud. Right. And when you realize like, there's a smarter, better way of doing business, which allows you to have a, a more enjoyable lifestyle. You've just got to learn to think differently. Right. Okay. So that was the talk about you, the identity piece. You said you were going to talk, talk to them. About yeah. That. I learned that, um, I got great parenting advice when the boys were young and they said that from the ages of zero to seven, your kids, your kids identity of themselves is your, is what they think you think they are. So right. then the ages from seven to 14 is what their environment thinks they are. 14 to 21 is what they think they are. So I knew the pivotal part is zero to seven. Right. So Alexander the Great was created. Braden the Brave was created every single time with Braden. Braden, you're really brave, man. I believe in you. I look up to you. So it was like accolades. Right. So when I kept on calling him by their names, it was always, hey, Braden the Brave, dot, dot, dot. Hey, Alexander right. the Great, dot, dot, dot. So it just, it just, they replayed in their subconscious and they're super duper, you know, just phenomenal teenage men now. Um, you know, one thing, one thing I'm experiencing is, uh, we're about to be empty nesters about a year. So we will have, I'll be 45 now. So I'll be 46. And well, I have no idea what to do to ourselves as empty nesters, but it's, it, I've really enjoyed having them around. Right. That's amazing. That's cool. Okay. So, uh, you, Part of this, you got the book, but then you've, you've got a brokerage, obviously, that's in Dallas, Fort Worth, but you also help other agents in other areas. And so tell me about the Academy. Um, we'll put a link for people that are looking to find a for it, but give me some ideas of what you, what kind of stuff you do in there. Cause, cause it's one thing yeah, that so I hear book. this, but like, you're not coaching the way most people coach. Most people are coaching what you already, what you touched on, which is 80 hours a week. And we're celebrating the 80 hour work week with 40 million. You're doing five times as much volume. And you're working uh, like 30%. Quarter. 
yeah, quarter yeah. what you were doing before. So like, yeah. To yeah. Talk so to you, you got Yeah. You got to keep in mind is like, I have no interest if anybody's saying, wow, that Wally guy is cool. I am 1000% focused on, Hey, if that Yahoo Wally can do it, so can I. So I'm not building any of this for fame, accolades, any of that. I'm building this for implementation. So before the book even came out, I released the client concierge process. We had over, over 600 loan officers sign up for the webinar and I walked everybody through the five step process, the, the, seven day call after closing, the 30 day call after closing, the six month call after closing, the annual mortgage review after closing, the mortgage efficiency checkup after closing. What is the purpose of each call? What is the process of each call? We re- listen in uh, each call's recording and then also what technology takes to perform it. So that created, th- that created the client concierge system. And then from that system, now loan officers are able to actually stay in relationship with their past clients. So they can grow more referrals from their past clients. Now that identified a problem. The problem that that identified was these, these loan officers, as they got a relationship with their past clients, these clients needed referrals to CPAs, financial advisors, family will attorneys, insurance agents, but the loan officers didn't have those relationships. So I created the six lane highway academy where I do coaching on a weekly basis. Most mortgage coaching platforms, they coach you for 30 minutes every two weeks, 30 minutes every two weeks. And that also on top of that, they usually charge like $9.95 for $14.95 a month. Well, I built the model to where I coach not 30 minutes every two weeks. I coach for 90 minutes a week, 90 minutes a week to the group of everybody in the academy, the Six Lane Highway Academy, 90 minutes a week. And you're getting not only the process of how to get in a relationship with a CPA, financial advisor, family will attorney, insurance, but also what do you say? When do you say? How do you adopt a database? What technologies use? How to show, how to identify where their biggest challenges are. And with me teaching loan officers that it's been super, I mean, where we still launched that in January. And what's, what's amazing, Scott, is like we, we just had. A great call every every Thursday. It happens Thursday from two p.m. Central to three thirty Central. Last week alone, last week alone, there's a loan officer on there that he, he actually just posted a testimonial on in our private Facebook group. But a loan officer on there referred two referrals to a financial advisor from their past clients. That financial advisor referred him a client back that is one under contract on a one point four million dollar deal. Mm-hmm. Loan officer just made a twenty thousand dollar commission. I learned by engaging the database, referring out to a financial advisor and teach, I taught them how to receive referrals back. Another, another loan officer named James went out there and was able to refer seven referrals to a CPA and a financial advisor and a a family will attorney over a 30 day period where he's already generated $45,000 in commissions back. Success story after success story after success story. The goal of the academy, the reason why I've made it so affordable. The goal of the academy and the reason why I've made it such on a weekly basis instead of every two weeks is the ability to be able to implement. The goal is for each loan officer to implement so we can thrive through 2024. But then also more importantly, that is loan officers, I think, are in a delusional world right now. And the delusion that most loan officers have is they're under this delusion that every client that they close in 2023 with a 7% interest rate they're able to refinance them in 2024 when they drop. 
The mm-hmm. sleeper in all this is these mortgage servicers. These mortgage servicers that I've, I've spoken to, they are going like gangbusters of staying in a relationship with those clients because they don't, those clients are going to be going from 7% to 5% and those mortgage services are going to hold on to those clients. Right. So we're thinking as a loan officer, hey, I'm going to have a great 2024 rates to drop. I'm going to do a ton of refis. If you're not staying in a relationship with the client concierge process in for your database, those services are going to eat your lunch and you're never going to be able to refinance those clients because they can do a loan better, faster, and less expensive than you because, because they of the current the service. Yeah. It, yeah. It, so in Canada, the, it, the way it works is we have like penalties to break mortgages. And so mortgages typically are three, three, five-year terms. And lenders in Canada are very good at retention. They, they basically, you know, they'll take, they tell us we, they don't make a lot of money on the first mortgage term. We make money on the next term. And so we've, you know, and if you want to be successful, you have to think about that. Otherwise, so, um, yeah. You know, the one thing I've, yeah, always, I've often said is that mortgage brokers think that they're renting clients to the lenders and lenders think they're buying clients. Lenders like, I bought this client from you. Mortgage brokers like, no, no, I'm just renting them to you. And it's like, no, no, you've got to understand the, the dynamic there. And you're right. If you don't get good at this, they will. And they've obviously, they'll, they'll eat your lunch for sure. They'll eat your lunch. But I mean, I don't know how it works, how it works in Canada, but here in the U.S., man, the, these servicers... I mean, I'm a broker here in Dallas, and I've got some super aggressive rates, some of the lowest rates here in the whole entire Metroplex. But these servicers are easily another quarter to half a point below me rate-wise. Yeah. And then also there is zero closing costs that they charge. And, and, and then also they, they can move the current escrow account over. If you're not staying in a relationship with the client concierge process with your past clients, you are selling yourself complete baloney that you don't think you're going to lose business to these servicers come 2024 and 2025. Oh yeah, they will. They'll, they'll take. Okay. So, um, kind of last kind of thoughts on this. Thanks for coming to chat with me again. This is, it's awesome to see what you're doing and how you've been able to like, you know, you made that shift and and created this fantastic business and now support other people uh, to try to do the same. So what would be your last sort of piece of advice for anybody listening that's uh, listening to this right now? Yeah. So what I'll be able to do is also, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to send you the link. I've created a hundred point assessment for completely free. I want to give that as a free tool to everyone. Yeah. So the hundred point assessment is to help you identify a hundred gaps in your business that helps you prioritize those gaps in your business so you can implement. Where I think loan officers, when you ask them, Hey, do you have a business plan? They don't have a business plan because they don't know how to build a business plan. This teaches you what to build a business plan like. This teaches you how to get a relationship with the CPA, financial advisor, family will attorney, insurance agent. Teaches you how to be able to get in relationship with your database and stay in relationship. Completely free tool. It's 13 pages. And I want to give it away to your listeners. Sure. You said, yeah, we'll have all this. You click on my, the show. We'll have all links for all this stuff. Wally, man, awesome to get to chat with you again. And it's exciting. Wow. What you're doing. Yeah, dude. Well. Just, uh, I'll say, you know, I love to have you on my podcast, whatever, whatever free, but we'll get some on the calendar, but I appreciate you caring enough to have me back on. Yeah. Thanks, Wally. You bet. Thank you. Hey, thanks again for listening to this episode and my conversation with Wally. And I hope you feel inspired like I do, man. I love chatting with smart people like that who figured out not only how to build a great business, but to build a great life around it. And uh, as I said at the beginning, if you're interested in finding out how you could work or learn more from Wally, so he's got the, uh, Academy where 24, the six lane highway where he teaches you his whole model 
over a 12 month period. I've gone through it. It is freaking amazing. I've been coaching for five plus years and his stuff is awesome. I love it. It's practical and it actually helps you get buy back your time uh, with your business. If it's something you're interested in, there's going to be a link in the show notes uh, below this. You can click and it's half price uh, currently. So I'd go check that out and you can cancel any time, but I don't think you're going to want to because it's a fantastic program. Check that out. And thanks again for listening to this episode.